Recording in progress. Okay, so we're up to the top of Daf Yudalid Amid Aleph. The Gemara, the last thing the Gemara said, the Gemara is Shaila. And this is a, a general Shaila for Kola Tarakula. Come closer, Daf. Uh, it's a general Shiloh for Kola Tarakula. Adam, Adam Moskovich in yesterday's Daf asked me, why is the Gemara asking this Kasha here? It's a Shiloh in Kola Tarakula. The answer is, it is a Shiloh in Kola Tarakula. The Shiloh is, how do you have a, how do you have a Machlegis Beshamay Beshila when it comes to Tsara Sereva? What about Lysiskai to do? So Adam said, isn't that a Shiloh Kola Tarakula? The answer is, yes, this is the Shiloh. How do you ever have a Machlegis Beshamay Beshila in Kola Tarakula? L'chaira, it's Lysiskai to do. So the Gemara answers the first attempt. So the Gemara says Daf Yudal. It's a very easy Daf today. So the Gemara says Mi Savrit Asu Beishamei Kedivreim Lo Yasu Beishamei Kedivreim. The Gemara's first answer. I'm sorry. Can you just say what Lotus is going to do? Lotus is an iser of having different groups of Jews doing different things, different halachas, because it looks like. The Torah is in pairs, meaning if you have some groups wearing tefillin and chalmite, some groups not, that potentially could be a problem of Lais Skaidu because it, it, it makes the Torah look not uniformed. So the question is, how do you ever have a machlegis beshama bishilel? Or any two large groups, for that matter, isn't a problem with this guy. So the Gemara's first attempt, which is, uh, it's going to be rejected. The Gemara says the truth is Beishamay never acted upon their shita, meaning every time they had a shita, it was theoretical. Now Tysus points out a very uh, throughout Shas. That's the Gemara's attempt. Now they never actually did it. Yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. Yes. Now the problem with this is, Taisus already points out, we know that Rav Tarfin said Shema lying down to follow the Shita Bishamai. So the Gemara says, the Gemara eventually will reject this notion. Rav Yechonon Amar, Asu Rav disagrees. He says, no, Bishamai actually followed their Shita. So then the Kasha comes back, which is what about Lysus Gaidu, which the Gemara will address in a moment. Uplugdu the Rav Shmuel, the truth is this Machloikas of whether Bishamai acted upon their Shita or not, or it was just a a, 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 a machloikes, but they were mevatel das to Beis Hillel, is really a machloikes in Rav and Shmuel. Rav feels that Beis never acted upon their shita, they were always mevatel das to Beis Hillel. Shmuel says, no, they did. Now the Gemara wants to know like this. Right now we're having a machloikes, whether Beis held of their own shita. Now let me ask you a question. First of all, why were they not? Right, what, would, what would be the reason not? The Gemara is going to address this. Why would, you have to figure out, why would Beishamai not follow their own shita? Also, question number two, we know that there was a baskol. The baskol, originally the Gemara tells us in Bamitzia that there was a baskol that came mm-hmm. out and said the halacha follows Beis Hillel. So the question is basically like this, Monashach. Before the baskol, why would Beishamai not follow their own shita? After the Baskal, why would there be an opinion that they did follow their own Shita? Meaning, after the Baskal, the Gemara wants to say, right now it's a Machlegas. Some say they always follow their own Shita, some say they didn't. So it's yes or no. The Gemara just doesn't understand is like this. Before the Baskal, it should be universally accepted that they follow their own Shita, because there's no reason not to. After the Baskal, it should be universally accepted they did not follow their own Shita. So that's the Gemara's Kasha. The Gemara says like this. Um, Amos, when is this Machlegas of whether Beishamai had their own Shita or whether they... 
uh, nullified their views to Basila. If this is taking place before the Baskol officially came out, the heavenly voice came out in Bamitsi and said, the halacha follows Basilel, my time demand then why would Beshamai be Mavatul Das? It's before the Baskol. There's no reason for them to nullify themselves to Basilel. El Achar Baskol, so it must be they're arguing after the Baskol. But then my time demand also. If it's after the Baskol, once the Baskol says that they're wrong, they should be Mavatul Das. So what's the Machlokas? So the Gemara says, Baskol, We could understand the Machlokas as being before the Baskol and after. How so? Let's go through each one. Ebay same according to it could be before the Baskal. So what's so why would the so who makes sense? Before the Baskal, it makes sense that they would do their own shita because there's no Baskal telling them they're wrong. Why would the view who says that they were Mavatal Das, why would they be Mavatal their Das before the Baskal? The case is where before the Baskal, Basila was always the majority. Manda Omar Um the one who says that they did not follow their own shita and they nullified themselves to Basil because Basil was the majority. So why would the view who said that they did their own shita, why would they say that if Basil is the majority? The answer is, But, Over here, Beishamai is sharper. So the reason why... So, meaning, the, the reason, the opinion that holds that they were Mevatel Das, there's someone there, I just don't know if you, huh? Yes, please. Meaning, the one who says, they're not sure whether there's a, the, the one who says that they were Mevatel Das is because Basil was the majority. The one who says they were not Mevatel Das, why would they not be Mevatel Das? I, Basil, is the majority. The answer is, Beishamai was sharper. So they feel you only go the majority when everyone is equal in intelligence. But once Beishamah is sharper than Basil, so Basil had the majority, Beishamah was sharper. The machloikis of whether they followed their own shita, whether mevatel das, was do you go by the majority or do you go by intelligence? Do you go by like quality or quantity, Where so to speak? It could be because the, the, the notion, it could, it's, understand, it's trying to figure out why you go by majority. Mm-hmm. Is it just that if majority most people probably will have the correct conclusion. But then you could argue, you could have the majority, but listen, I think it makes sense. You have ten Rabbonim say uh, Aser, four Rabbonim say Mutter, but those four Rabbonim are Chanky Yosu, Rav Yashir, Rav Zaman, Rav Moshe. Who are you going to go with? Your inclination is to go by the sharper ones. I'm not saying that that was the equivalent of Bishama Basila, but that was the Machlegas. Do you go by the majority because Beis Hill is the majority? Or do you go by the sharp ones, which is Beis That's all before the Basko. That was the Machlegas. The after Basko... It could No, it could be that Achari Rabbi Mahatas only means you go by the majority when they're an equal of intelligence. But if some of them are sharper than others, then you go by the sharp ones. This is going by the approach that they had a Machlegas, physically had a Machlegas, yeah. that they physically acted differently. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why they did is because it's sharper. The Gemara now says there's a possibility that the Machlekes is after the Baskal. Or it could be the Machlekes is really after the Baskal. What's the Machlekes about? The one who says they're Mavatal Das because the Baskal said so. The one who says not Mavatal Das, it follows the Shita of Yeshua. The Yeshua did not follow the Baskals. Why? Because Torah Lo the Torah is not in heaven. And even if a Baskal tells you that one Paisik is correct, we don't listen to him. So that was the Machlekes. Do you listen to Baskals or not? The story okay. was that the Baskal was there for a test. Quite from Yeshua. I guess so. The Gemara says, 
Okay, fine. So we've we've gone back and forth. We ping pong back and forth. Let's assume that Beishamai followed on their own shita. I. What about Loisis Kaidu do? So the Gemara says Leitaso Gudus Gudus. Am Rabaya Ki Amino Loisis Kaidu Kain Shtei Bati Dinim Biirachas Halalu Mayim Kedev Beishamai Halalu Mayim Kedev Beshilo Aba Shtei Bati Dinim Shtei Ayarois Less Lamba. The Gemara's first attempt at an answer is that Loisis Kaidu is only a problem is if you have if in one city. You have two bate dinim following two different paiskin. Meaning, to have within one city, you know, some say aser, some say mutter, that's a problem. But to have two different cities, that's fine. So the Gemara is assuming the reason why it was okay is because Beishamai had their own cities. Beishamai had their own cities. Meaning, within one city, you can't have different shitas. Each person, meaning, so you have this, listen, you have this in Europe, you had Bells, right? Bells was an entirely Bells community. Um, Germany was a Germanic community. That's fine. What you don't want. What Lysis Kaidu is to have different sheets within one city. Okay. The problem is the Gemara says, wait a minute. The problem is Beishame Basil within one city. Beishame Basil, it was not, you know, it wasn't like there was a city of just Beishame and a city of just Basil. You had within one city, Tamidim Beishame, Tamidim Basil. Throughout Shas, you had this. So what's the answer? So Gemara says, "Lama Rava Kiyamino Loisiskaidu Gaim Bezdin Birachas Plag Marin Kedib Beshamai Plag Marin Kedib Bezil Av Shepati Din Birachas Lasamba." The answer is, you could have, and this is, by the way, this is how we paskin. You could have different bate dinim within one city, one following Beshamai, one following Bezil. That's fine. What you can't have is within one Bezdin, half of them a Tamidim Beshamai, half of them to Bezil, because that's the confusion. Meaning, for our context, you could have within one community. A Hasidish shul, a Satmer shul, a Svardi shul, a Chabad shul, a Yakish shul. That's fine. But what you can't have is within a Yakish community or Yakish shul, half of them are Hasidish doing their own thing. Or within a Hasidish shul, half of them are there doing their own thing. Meaning, you, you can't have within one shul a split. You can have different shuls, that's one that. Shul one kihila, but um, for our context, we'll call it shuls. And I, as I mentioned yesterday, Ramosha says nowadays none of these halachas are really that makbit, because nowadays with America, there's really no kihila the way it used to be. In Europe, Ramosha felt these halachas are not as strict as they were. In Europe, it was understood if you walked in, again, I'll pick Yakish because <laughs> if you're here, in a Yakish community, they were Yakish. <laughs> that's what they were, they were. And if you walked in with, uh, you know, your Svardi, it, it stood out. In America, it doesn't really stand out. Every block is a different shul. There's no kihila anymore. Rav talks about this also. The point is, within one kihila, he says the same thing. You, there's no kihila. America doesn't have a kihila. It doesn't, it's not the way. Maybe maybe Monroe. You know, KCIL, that, that could be, because that's like mamish a kihila of just Satmer. But the concept in America doesn't work the way it used to be. It used to be that each kihila, that was okay, fine, kihila. So you could have multiple kihilas, but within one bezdin, you can't have splitting. So that explains every machlegs besham besil. The reason why it was allowed is because each one had their own bezdin. They had their own small kihila. Okay, the Gemara says like this, Tashima, we're going to ask a kasha on this concept of leisiskaidu. Again, leisiskaidu means that you should not have different basically. This is a famous mission at the beginning of Rav Eliezer's Demila that the Mishnah says that Rav Eliezer holds that not only is a bris mila Shabbos, but the machshiri bris mila is Shabbos. Meaning, not only are you allowed to cut the baby on Shabbos to do the bris mila, you're allowed to 
you're allowed to make the knife, <laughs> potentially. You're allowed to carry the knife. You're allowed to lass his pchamim. You're allowed to make the fire to make the knife on Shabbos. That's Rav Eliezer Shita. As we'll see in a moment, Rav Akiva disagrees. So there's the kasha. How do you have a machleik in Rav Akiva and Rav Eliezer? L'chora, it's losis kodadu. Now before we get that, we'll finish the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Rav Yosef Gulei Basar Rav Yosef held that you're allowed to have chicken and milk. Chicken and, chicken and milk. Right? Chicken and, uh, meat and milk is deraisa. Chicken and milk, oif b'cholav, is only derabonon. Rav Yosei was never neskabel. He didn't believe in this derabonon. He was never neskabel that derabonon. So in his town, they used to have, they used to eat, uh, you know, chicken parmesan. That, that's what they would eat. Now, the kasha is, let's go, focus on Rav Liezer. Rav Liezer held that not only is brismila doich shabbos, but making a knife is doich shabbos for brismila. But the implication is, he was not, it was not unanimous. Rav Akiva disagreed. Rav Akiva holds that the only thing that's Deich HaShavis is the Brismila, not the Machshire Brismila. So the Kasha is, how do you have a Machshire between Rav Eliezer and Rav Akiva? So the Gemara answer is very obvious. We already addressed this. I thought we already addressed this. It's okay as long as each location, meaning there was a Bezdin of Rav Eliezer and there was a Bezdin of Rav Akiva. The problem is when you have within one shul splitting up, but each as long as people have their own locations, it's fine. So what's the so that's an obvious answer. So the Gemara says it's such an obvious answer that what was the kasha? Utikarila my karila. The kasha is like what was your havamina? Like we just finished saying it's only a problem of loisus to do is within one bezdin to have half the rabbanim following one, half the rabbanim following the other. So within one bezdin they're sending out different uh, different uh, statements. That's confusing. But to have each one have their own bezdin perfectly fine. I had a Rav Liez and Rav Akiva disagree about Brismila. Okay, they had their own cities. Rav Akiva was in Bnei Brak, Rav Eliezer was in Lud. <laughs> they, they, they didn't even live in the same location. So what's the, you know, Bnei Brak and Lud are not, are not that close to each other. So what, what's the, what's the Shaila? So the Gemara says, the Gemara thought maybe because of Shabbos, the severity of Shabbos, we should have uniformity by Shabbos. <laughs> Meaning maybe Shabbos we should be more strict. No, Shabbos has the same halachas as any other any other area of, uh, of, of halacha. Tashima, another kasha. Again, it's going to be an obvious question and an obvious answer. There's a machloikas, it's not for now, but there's a machloikas if you have a candle that goes out on Shabbos, is the candle muksa. So we accept that it is, but it's actually a machloikas between Rav Yeshua, uh, Rav Yeshua ben Levi and Rav Yechanan. So when Rav Avo would go to Rav Yeshua ben Levi, he would, he would hold like Rav Yeshua ben Levi and touch the candles. But when he went to Rav Yechanan, he didn't. So the kash is, how did Rav Yeshua ben Levi and Rav Yechanan disagree? I like this guy, So the Kamar says the same thing. Um, the same answer they're allowed to argue if they're in different locations so Gemara says no 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 we were actually asking on a side point how could Rav Avo follow both Shittas meaning forget about just like what does Rav Avo hold when Rav Avo went to Rav Yeshuv and Levi he would touch the candles but when he went to Rav Yechon he wouldn't so it's like it, it, forget about just as an aside it's more parenthetically what is Rav Avo's Shita? He's a little bit contradicting himself. The Gemara says, "No, What was Rav Vo Shita? 
How could he follow one in one location and the other? So the answer is very obvious. The answer is Ravo really held that it's mutter, like Rav Shumalevi. When he went to Rav Yechonon, he was machmer at COVID for for Rav Yechonon. But it's not that he was confused about the sheet. He actually held like Rav Shumalevi. Just when he got to Rav Yechonon, he wouldn't touch the candle. It's COVID for Rav Yechonon. So the Gemara just says, "Hoi Kashama." What about his gabai? Meaning. Won't his gabai touch the candle? His gabai is not going to know this. The answer is shama. He told his gabai how he actually holds. He told his gabai, I hold that it's mutter, but when we go to Rav Yechonon, we don't touch the candle, it's covered for Rav Yechonon. We don't want to be makel in front of the person who's machmer. I guess the answer is he publicized it. He was publicized. He explained to the students, I hold that it's mutter, but when I go to Rav Yechonon, it's covered for Rav Yechonon. I, I don't do that. So the Gemara says, like, I think that, by the way, I think you'd assume that if you see a Rav being Mekel in one time, being Machmer another, you assume that he actually holds to be Mekel, and when he goes to the Poisik, who said Aser, he'll be Machmer in their town, right? Okay, Tashima. We're trying to bring a raya of whether Beishamai followed their own Shita. So I'll just tell you outside, it's, it's quite obvious. We, we said in the Mishnah, there was a Machloikas between Beishamai and Beishilol, whether to do Yibam on the co-wife, right? Beishamai held that you have to, Beishilol hold that it's Osir. Okay? So let, let's go through the possibilities. According to Beishamai, from their perspective, what is this woman? Meaning, if, if, if you have a woman from Beishilol, how does Beishamai look at that woman? So she's a woman who should have done Yibam but didn't. So it's a low sasseh. You're not going to make a mamza from that. It's not so terrible. Right? She should have done Yibam but she didn't. Fine. But from Beishilol's perspective, Beishilol, when they see that woman from Beishamai, that's a woman who married a brother-in-law, Be'isr. That's a mamzer. That creates mamzeres. That's chayv The children from that union is, 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 is mamzeres. What does the Mishnah say? Even though they disagree, they still married within each other. Be'ishamai still married Be'isil, Be'isil still married Be'ishamai. You know what that sounds like? It kind of sounds like Be'ishamai did not follow their own shita. Meaning, it sounds like a raya that Be'ishamai was mevatel das to Be'isil. Because if Be'ishamai actually followed their own shita, why would Be'isil marry into Be'ishamai? Those are mamzerim. Oh, so the Gemara is going to answer that the answer is they filed their own shita, but they they wrote down on a ledger exactly. But the Gemara doesn't know that at this point. At this point, it just says they have a machlekes, and then Beishamai is like Beisil says, "I'll marry Beishamai people." But why? If they actually filed their own shita, that's Mamzeris. The answer is maybe they didn't file their own shita, and the Gemara is going to reject it. The Gemara says like this. Even though there's a machlagis in Beisham Beisilol, whether to do yibam on the co-wife of an erva, Beisilol married the women of Beishamai, and vice versa. So the Gemara says, If they actually, if Beishamai actually followed their own shita, then why would Beisilol marry from them? Now, I understand why Beishamai would marry women from Beisilol, because how do they look at these women? They look at these women who should have done Yibam but didn't. Okay, so it's a Chayvi Lavin. It's not going to make Mamzeris. It's not the end of the world. But, Right? The children, how do we paskin? Right? You have different women. You have women that are Chayvi Lavin, Chayvi Krisis, Chayvi Misas Bezin. What makes a Mamzer? So we paskin, what makes a Mamzer is Chayvi Krisis. Except for Nida. But Chayvi Krisis. Yep. So, if Beishamai, meaning... Beishamai women, from the perspective of Beishilol, if they actually, Beishamai acted upon their shita, those are chavi krisis, which means the children of Mamzerim. And the Gemara says, I maybe v'chitem a kasavri Beishilol ain't mamzerim chavi krisis. Perhaps Beishilol holds that krisis does not make a mamzer, meaning the only thing that makes a mamzer is misas bezdin. But that's not true. 
The Gabara says, as we'll talk about in the next Amit, that even though Beisham Basil disagree, they agree that if it's Chayvei Krisos, that you make a Mamzer. So the question is, if Beishamai actually acted on their Shita, why is Basil marrying their, their women? Their women are Chayvei, they are Mamzeris. So the Gemara says, also, so it must be Beishamai did not act upon their Shita. So the Gemara says, no. The truth is, Really, Beishamai acted upon their shita. I said, why would Beishelo marry women from Beishamai? The answer is, They wrote down, Beishamai wrote down on the ledger, each woman that was involved and all their children. So, Beishelo would only marry the people from Beishamai that they were aware are kosher. I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to you that Beishamai would tell, would act upon their shita and then inform Beishelo of such. Because the Mishnah then ended off, in addition to Beishamai and Beisil marrying from within each other, the Mishnah also said that although there's a machloikas, a certain machloikas that the Gemara is going to talk about later, there's a certain machloikas where Beishamai holds things are tahar, Beisil holds things are tameh, what does the Mishnah say? Beishamai and Beisil lent each other kalim. Let me ask you a question. How, how is Beishamai taking kalim? How is Beisil taking kalim from Beishamai? They hold that it's tameh, they hold that it's tahar, how are you doing that? The answer is, it must be, they wrote it down, which kalim? So if they wrote down which kalim, they wrote down which women. I mean, I mean, it doesn't mean that Beishamai never followed their sheath. They followed their sheath. They just informed them. Of, don't touch, you can borrow my spoon, but don't borrow the pot, because that's a machlekes between us. The Gemara says, I'll prove it to you. Hachanam is tabit, you say, at the end of the Mishnah says, Kol tarez v'chal tamayish, are you elim atar and velim tamayim? All the vessels that were disputed between Beishamai and Beishelo, lay nimnu, they would still lend them to each other. Go to the next page. The Gemara says, If you say that Beishamai informed Beis Hillel of the area of a machloikas, like by the women, so too by the kalim, that makes sense why they would borrow. But if you say that Beishamai and Beis Hillel would not uh, 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 inform each other of which is the disputed item, why would Basil borrow from Beishamai? They hold that those kalim are tame. So what's the answer? The answer is it must be they inform them, right? <laughs> by the kalim, it's obvious that they were informed. So if it's obvious they're informed by the kalim, so too they must be informed by the women. So the Gemara just has a very quick point. Um, the Gemara just wants to know, like, you're trying to prove that they inform them. You're proving it, like, out of the two, which is more obvious that they inform them? Kalim, and if they inform them by the Kalim, so do by the women. Maybe it's more obvious by the women, meaning you're, you're, you're proving that they inform them in both cases, but one is more obvious. Which is more obvious? The Kalim. Why, why is that more obvious that they would inform? Shouldn't the women be more obvious that they should inform them? So the Gemara says no. Uh, um, the reason why it's more obvious they would inform by the Caleb is because by the women you could assume there would be a Havamina they wouldn't have to inform because people would find out you could hear someone saying I, I don't have to tell them everyone knows that that was a Yibam case a Basil knows Kamash Malan meaning Caleb they for sure inform because no one's going to know about it the women you could think for a Havamina that they wouldn't have to inform because Basil would know about it no Kamash Malan they inform them so they follow their own Shita they informed them, and they just avoided those women and those kalim. Okay. Now, just to finish up the daf, it's not a hard daf today. Gufa. Yeah, I, I got to tell you something. I know that the swear is that this is the achdus, that therefore they still stay with each other. 
But I, I imagine the amount of lack of actors that every time a case came in, that they had to go and... No, so we're going to see at the end of the Ahmed. We're actually going to see at the end of the Ahmed that it, it, the way it worked with Bisham Hillel is if they didn't say anything, it means they're fine. Meaning, Bishame, the understanding was, we'll tell you if it's an issue. Which actually enhances the meaning. It wasn't that it's a problem until you're told otherwise. It's okay until you're told otherwise. Assume everything's okay until you're told otherwise. How can you do that? Well, because they would inform. They would inform. Like now. Okay. I would like to you're believe. Right. No, no. I would like to believe that if an Ashkenazi goes to a Spani on Pesach and doesn't really realize the person's a Spani, the person would say to them, realize exactly. it's a Spani. Yeah. We have kidneys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just went last night to a boy. I got a yekka. The girl is engaged to a real spotty. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, and that's going to be that, that's going to be a wonderful, great wedding. All right. And then, yeah, exactly. And, and, and the grandmother, she said, it's going to be interesting. Exactly. She's gonna have rice and, uh, exactly. And so the Gemara addresses this in a little bit. The Gemara says, "Gufa, I'm Rav Lazar." We're gonna we have this yes at the previous Amid. Rav Lazar says, "Afa bishanech lukube shame bishilel." Eretz Yisrael, Shvi'i Shapesach is on. Yeah. Erev Shabbos, and then yeah. Shmi, and then you have. So uh, the Rosh Hashanah gave a on this uh, number of years ago. So uh, an Ashkenazi on Shabbos can go to a Shalom Zochah, and he can yeah. hit the, uh, yeah. the, the, the 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 bubbles, the bubbles. Correct. Correct. So he says. They agree that there's only a mamzer from karis. Well, what, what does that mean? They're arguing whether to do it, but they agree that there's only karis. Let me ask a question. From Bishamay's perspective, the Beis Hillel, it's Chayvilavin. There's no krisis there. Beis Hillel's perspective, Bishamay, it is a mamzer. He says, even though they argue, they agree that it's a mamzer. They, what do you mean they agree? It sounds like, it, like, why do you have to tell me this? If it's for Chayvilavin, I know there's no mamzer. If it's chayvi krisis, I know there's chayvi krisis and mamzer. It's like what, what are they? What are they adding? Even though they disagree, they still agree that there's only a mamzer from chayvi krisis. What's the? What, what are you informing them? What, what's the chiddush here? The Gemara says, "Man ma'idim." Who is ma'idim to who? From Bishamay's perspective to Beishelal, it's only chayvi lavin because it's a woman who should do yibum but doesn't. There's no krisis there. And it can't be the opposite because you tell me that even though they argue, they agree that there's only a mamzer chayv krisis. They're arguing about chayv krisis. Like, what, what, what's the syntax? It doesn't really work. So the Gemara says, You know what the Bryce is teaching you? It's teaching you like this. Bishamai looks at the women of Beis Hillel as follows. They look at the women of Beis Hillel as that's a woman who should do Yibam, but doesn't. What is that? That is a losase, a chayve lavin. What's Rav Akiva Shita? Rav Akiva Shita is chayve lavin also makes a mamzer. Now we don't pask in that way, but that's the Rav Akiva Shita. So the Mishnah, the Brisa says, even though they argue about this, about whether to do yibum, Beishamai agrees that the women of Beisil are not mamzer. Why? Because we don't pask in like Rav Akiva. We pask in that it's only going to be a mamzer from Krisus, not from chayve lavin. Yeah. Almost, no, I don't, know. I don't I think so much. I don't think so much. So the Gemara continues like this: Is no mamzer? Rav Akiva holds is a mamzer from Chayvei Lavin. Right. 
Right. So, so we're saying, not like Rav Akiva, we're saying there's only Mabs of Chayvah Krisis. Not like Rav Akiva. In this regard, Rav Akiva and Basil, no, in, in this regard, Rav Akiva Basil did not agree, which is an interesting point. Um, the Gemara continues. Toshima. Uh, Okay, the Bryce is as follows. Even though there's many machloik simtim b'sham b'shilol, the Bryce says, even though they argue with each other, they still married within each other. It's very similar to what we had in the Mishnah. I'm just going to run through the cases very quickly. Even though b'sham b'shil argue in the following cases, tsaros that we had, which is do yim on the co-wife, achayos, sisters, this is, we've had this a couple times already, that b'shilol holds, if you have four brothers... Two of them are married to two sisters, and then the two brothers die at the same time. So those two sisters fall to the other two brothers for Yibam. So it should work. But we've said in the past, because when one when one woman dies, there's Zika, which means each brother is sort of engaged to two sisters at once, we don't do Yibam. Right? We've had this before. That's Beis Hillel Shita. Beshama disagrees. So that's another Machalik is Beshama Beis Hillel. Um, Beget Yashan. Beshamay holds that they do yibum. But get yashan, which is an old get, that's the case where if someone gives, someone wrote a get for his wife, but before he delivered it, they uh, lived together. So then Basil is concerned that by them living together, they, it's kilu, he canceled the get. That's a machalikas and gin. That's get yashan, that's another machalikas. Ube safikashish. Safikashish, which Rashi says is a case of an 11 year old, right? We said that Miyun can undo the marriage. Beshamay holds, you could only undo the marriage before Nisuin. After Kedushin. Once you do Nesuin, you can't undo the marriage anymore. So, there's another Machlegas. And the last one is, The next Machlegas is, if you divorce your wife, and then you seclude with each other, Beisilu holds that, or Chayshish, that the Bia was for Kedushin. So, even though you're divorced, we're concerned that they wanted to have Kedushin through that Bia, and therefore you need to get. That's Beisilu Shita. Also, how much money do you have to use to Mekadosh Anisha, right? We say Pruta. That's Beishel Shita. Beishamah holds a Dina. So all these Machloiksim will make problems, potentially, in marrying, right? All these things will cause problems. But with all that, that they still married within each other, to show that there was chiba and reyes, there was achdus, l'kayim ha'shenem, ha'emes ve'ashalom ha'avoy. That emes brings peace. Now, Rav Shimon Oimer, Rav Shimon says this line, and uh, we're done in, in, in two minutes. Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon says, nimnu hein min avadai, v'loi nimnu min asafik. They only avoided when it's a vadai problem, not a suffolk problem. So Pashas, what this means is out of all these cases, some of them are Vada issues and some of them are Suffolk issues. Like, I'll give an example. You, you, you divorce a woman and then you live with each other. Basil will hold you need to get misafik. It's not that Basil knows that you wanted to have Kedushin. He's concerned. So says Rishimin, Beshamay only avoided the Machloiksim where they felt it was a Vada problem, not a Suffolk problem. Which, by the way, the Gemara is going to ask in a moment whether it doesn't make any sense. Because if you hold it's a problem, it's a problem. It's a, it's a Suffolk ish ish. Now, Vada ish ish, they'll be Machmer. Suffolk ish ish, they're fine with it. That doesn't make any sense. The Gemara is going to address in a moment. The Gemara says like this. Um, this is another proof, right? The, basically, we're trying to bring a proof. This is another b'risa that says that they married within each other. So the Gemara wants to bring another proof, which we've already had before, that you see that Bishamai acted on each other, acted on their shita. Because if they didn't act on their shita, 
then uh, maybe I'm sorry. This arrive they didn't act on their shita because if they acted on their shita, how are they marrying within each other? So the Gemara says, Bishloima iamir bishloima asu misham hachi nimnu eliamir tloy asu amai nimnu. Oh, oh. So the Gemara, I'm sorry. The Gemara is being arrive the opposite. The Gemara says like this. Rav Shimon says they avoided marrying each other if it was a vaday, but they didn't avoid uh, marrying each other if it was a suffolk. So the question is on Rav Shimon Shita. It says that they avoided if it was a vaday. Now, if if they actually acted on their shita, that makes sense that they would avoid some women. But if you actually hold that it was just a machlaikis, but it's theoretical, they didn't actually act on it, so then why are they avoiding at all? The Gemara says, but w- w- uh, wait a minute. You're telling me that according to Shimon, they avoided, right? They were machmer when it was a vaday. At least when it was a vaday, they, they were machmer. They avoided it. So he said, it must be a raya. They acted on the shita. Even if they acted on the shita, why is Beishamai avoiding the women of Beishilal? Why is Beishilal avoiding them? No, why is Beishamai avoiding the women of Beishilal? From their perspective, that's a woman who should have done Yibam but didn't. It's a Chavi Lavin. It's not Krisus, it's not Mamzer. So why, why, are they, why are they avoiding it? So the Gemara just answers that kasha. The answer is, we're not worried about the, the children themselves. We're talking about the actual woman. When it says that Beishamai avoided those women, it doesn't mean the children of those women. It means that Tzara herself, Beishamai would not marry, because that Tzara, from their perspective, should do Yibam. So they're not talking about the kids. Meaning, from the kids' perspective, there's no reason to avoid the kids of that, of that woman, because it's, it's not going to make a mamzer. But that woman herself, you shouldn't marry her, Right? If you have a woman that Beishamai holds should do Yibum, and she's not because she's a Beishilla lady, Beishamai's still not going to marry that woman because she should be doing Yibum. Is that true? Why not? It's a Chavilavim. You want to do a Chavilavim? A lot of people do Chavilavim. Is that your rabbinic take? No, they, I'm not why should they marry a Chavilavim? <laughs> why would Beishamai want to do a Chavilavim? I'm not, it's not going to make a mamzer of her, it's chavilavin, it's, it's still lashes. Beishamai is still not going to marry. Meaning, when it says that Beishamai avoided the vaday cases, it means they avoided the woman herself. They didn't want to do a chavilavin. Hold on, let me ask you a question. Yep. A woman, according to Beishilla, according to Beishamai, that the Beishilla woman is chavilavin, is, is she chavilavin every time yeah. the person's married to get them to be together? Probably. First of all, even if it's not, even if it's one time, why would Beishamai do the one time? Who said it's over? What are you talking about? What do you mean? You have a woman who's the co-wife of a daughter. Beis Hillel says, you go free, you're single, no yibam, no chalitza, you go. Beis says, no, you got to do yibam. So you think Beis is ever going to marry that woman? She's a woman that from her perspective should do yibam. She's perpetually in a state of chayvi lavin. So Beis is never going to marry that woman. The kids of that woman, yeah, they'll marry the kids of that woman because it's not going to make a mamzer. Yeah. Because she didn't do Yibam. Meaning, she forever is a lady who is still connected to that guy. On a Chayvei Lavin. Perspective, yeah. Yes, I understand what you're saying. Meaning, even if she married Yanam, it's still Chayvei Lavin. She's still Yavama Yava Yaleha. She's still supposed to marry the... 25 kids. Doesn't matter. And, and she's still yeah. Lavin. Did she ever do Yibam? No. So then there you go. So it's not a one-time... No, no, it's, 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 it's until... It's a lifetime issue. So the Gemara says, 
The Gemara just has this kasha though. The Gemara says, Maishim navadid isuruhu, safik nami isuruhu. The Gemara just says, so they avoided the, 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 the base hill of things that were avadid, but not the suffolk. It doesn't make any sense. This woman's avada issue, they're not going to marry her. But a Suffolk issue, they will. It's still a Suffolk. Suffolk deraiz l'chumr. Why are they marrying this woman? So the Gemara says, Light him in a Suffolk and a Stam. Demoidlu parshu. Umaikam ashalanda avareyas noigim zebazeh. The answer is, it doesn't mean Suffolk. Change the word Suffolk to Stam, meaning Beishamai and Beishillel would always marry each other until they were told otherwise. So what's the Chiddush? Of Achtus. The Gemara says, Don't we already know this? Meaning, didn't we already have this in the in the Mishnah that said that they would marry each other? What is this Brisa adding? The answer is the cooler of Shimini. The answer is the Chiddush of the Brisa is that the entire thing was authored by Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon is the author of the entire Brisa. If you want to know who authored this statement, it was Rav Shimon. No, Justam, the, the concept they would marry each other that was authored by Rav Shimon. Okay, I mean, what that Brisa is adding to the Mishnah is just the name of who said it. Okay, now just to end with this. You have a machlegas in Beshama Basil. Yeah? Basilo says no Yibum. Beshama says Yibum. So what do we do? So we follow Basilo. There was a sheet of Ryachman Nuri. Ben Nuri felt the best thing to do is always do Khalitza. Always do Khalitza. Now, you are making her Pasl Kahuna, but he felt that that's best. Because that way, Basilo will probably tell you you're wasting your time. Beshame says, at least she's not, you know, you, you did your mitzvah. That was Ben Nuri's approach. And we're just going to see it inside now, and tomorrow we'll deal with it more at length. The Gemara says, Tashima, Om Rav Yechemen Nuri, Heich halacha zur vachas b'Yisrael. Rav Yechemen Nuri says, what are we supposed to do with these women? Nasa kedir b'Shamay, havad mamzal kedir b'Yisrael. The problem is, you can't just pass like b'Shamay, because that means that these women are doing yibam when Beis Hillel says that's a mamzer. No good. Nasa kedir b'Beis Hillel, if you just follow Beis Hillel, no yibam, havad pogum l'divir b'Shamay. Then it's the vlad is pogum, meaning it's chayvi lavin, so it's not a mamzer, but it's not going to be kashal Meaning, you have these women that, according to Beis Hillel, if you, if you marry them, it's a mamzer. If you don't marry them, according to Bishama, you did a loisase. So, what, what are you supposed to do? So, says Rav Echemenuri, says, I think we should make a takana to do chalitza. But says the Gemara, before they could actually uh, sign it into law, time ran out. It doesn't say exactly what happened. Something happened that made it that they could not sign into law. And I guess from Shemayim it was decided that it's better not to paskin straight up against uh, Beis And tomorrow we will address this more.